This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by White Castle PCS. White Castle PCS, your favorite fast food restaurant, now offers even faster cell service. Come in for the royal treatment, the sack of sliders and a cell meal. It's the only meal that comes with a smartphone, the Whiteberry. Whiteberry is the fastest fast food smartphone on the market. Unlimited talk, unlimited text, and unlimited taste. White Castle PCS offers cell coverage within 20 yards of all White Castle locations. Text using WhiteTap, and you get 25% off our mouth-watering slider sacks. Come for the sliders, stay for the cell service. White Castle PCS. Hello and thank you for cracking a road soda. Not quite the legal definition of podcast. <laughs> road soda, that's what you I feel said. like you're fake laughing. <laughs> no, I just, I just, sometimes I wish this was all like video recorded, so. On this episode, oh, okay. Chubby Checker is upset about the pecker checker. Mm-hmm. Hypnotists and ice cream men are creepy as usual. Mm-hmm. And we discussed the beauty of Ratchet. Mm-hmm. I am Isaiah Cooper. With me is the TTs with the most, Miss KZ Sloppy Knockers. Wow, that was so nice. You threw in a TT. You know TT really what? pulls my heart strings. I'm sorry, what? <clears throat> am I not supposed to be talking again? Yeah, preferably. If we can just... Is this, this is it? Is this I fucking it? hope so. This just is an easy ruin. out. The easy, easy out to what? This life. All right, guys. You're hearing it here first with everybody else. Christy, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> this isn't funny. Okay, you're hired. Stop crying. <laughs> All right. Thank you for our, uh, everybody. Welcome our new hiree, Miss uh, Big Tight Sweater, because she got titties underneath them. What? Christy, how you doing? What? What? I liked the TT better. Anyway, uh, we talk about Nurse Ratched mm-hmm. and in the show Ratched. In your show, yeah. What do you mean? <clears throat> That's not... You love this show. <laughs> you love this show. <laughs> That's what our Millennial Book Club is. I hope everybody watched that. We have a nice conversation and uh, got some news. Yeah. We have some fun stuff. I do like the news. I've really grown to like the news. That's good. I, I've grown to like you. Love you. All right, everybody, and now, how about another word from our sponsor? I'd fucking, yeah, you better. Welcome to Dark Web MD, medical knowledge your doctor won't tell you about. One time I was delivering pizza to a house, and the next thing I knew, I woke up sewed anus to mouth with my three friends. Luckily, I was at the front and didn't have to eat poop and was also able to comfortably access Dark Web MD to find out more about my symptoms. Dark Web MD gives complete access to archives of information to help with everything from at-home tumor removal to the actual value of an arm and a leg. Sick of losing to your tennis partner? Send them polio. That's right, Dark Web MD won't only help identify ailments, we will sell them to you. Dark Web MD, where you go when they say there's no cure.
Hello, and we're back. Thank you for joining us. This, uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, those quaaludes are kicking in. Oh my gosh! Uh, here with me tonight is Christy uh, K. Titty Zelina. That was Sloppy K. Sloppy K. Big, busty, sweater puppies. <laughs> with me tonight on my right, and uh, we have a lot of news stories for you out here tonight. Why'd you take down your hand over your ear? Uh, because, you know what, I'm going to do this. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It's my favorite part. <laughs> I got my finger on my ear because... Your earpiece? It's you my earpiece. It I'm trying to... Well, it's very windy out here. Uh, first, <laughs> first up is uh, an article we called Chubby's Pecker. At first, I thought maybe we like already did one with this caption, but is that like someone's nickname or something? Chubby Chub- Pecker? No. Why are we talking well, about that at Kristen's? Maybe Chubby Pecker. Oh yeah, Pecker's chubby. yes. Chubby Pecker was the is the name of a a roller derby girl. Yes, yes, or roller derby person. Person. Uh, HP sued by Chubby Checker over WebOS penis size app. I'm sorry. Wait, what? I don't even understand what's going on. HP Hewlett Packard, the computer okay. company, sued by, sued by Chubby Checker. Who Chubby Chubby Checker? Whoa, you don't know who Chubby Checker is? What the fuck is this over me, a penis size app? What is happening? Let me guess. You, you, I, I bet you know who Two Chains is, huh? You don't know Chubby Checker? I do know who Two Chains is. <laughs> Chubby Checker. I'm is, surprised you do. Chubby Checker is mm-hmm. an American rock and roll singer and dancer. Is no, widely, he's not. He is widely known for popularizing many dances, including the twist dance style with his 1960s hit cover of hank ballard and the midnight's r&b hit the twist do the twist no i oh oh, now you know wait how does it go i'm sorry do the twist (laughs) and the pony hit in the and the the, pony the pony with hit pony time chubby checker right so you knew who chubby checker was before this article yeah, and I definitely knew. You were like, oh, that's a twist guy, the pony guy. My dad's like in his 70s. Of course I know who Chubby Checker is. He's going to say, he, he said the word a couple I'm sorry, times. He, he really, Poppy really strikes me as an R&B soul twist kind of guy. What the fuck was He was around. Like? He was chucking and driving back then with the best of them. Doing the twist. What's up? What's K-popping? What's K-popping with it, Holmes? Oh, boy. Like, can we get continue. to the article? Yeah, please. What? I'm sorry, you don't know slang now? What happened to my nothing. What happened to my article? You made me lose it. Here we go. A Florida personal injury lawyer. Oh, this is a personal injury. Of has, course it's Florida. Has welcome to it, baby. <laughs> has filed a federal lawsuit against Hewlett Packard on behalf of rock and roll icon Ernest Evans, better known as Chubby Checker. Shut up, Ozzy. Over an app developed for web OS that adversely affects Chubby Checker's brand and value, and if allowed to continue, will cause serious damage to the plaintiff's goodwill and will tarnish his image that he has worked to maintain over the last 50 years. That app called the Chubby Checker. (laughs) Oh, I was waiting. I'm like, wait, am I missing something? The Uh, Chubby Checker? Enter a man's shoe size to estimate the sign of his penis. Mm-hmm. First of all, everybody knows it's not the shoes, it's not the hands, it's the nose. Everybody knows that. Uh, there is zero correlation <laughs> between any piece of the body and the penis. They have done Dude, countless studies. The shoe size is absolute bullshit. For sh- It's the nose. First of all, if he's tall and lanky, big long. And if he's got a big nose, big long. 
Mm. Otherwise, there's not there's nothing. I've no, you know, there's could be five eight, small feet, small hands, ginormous penis. There's no correlation. Big beefy dude, tiny little penis. You cannot look at these hands and tell them you do not know. I think I'm just really upset that somebody wanted to make a chubby checker app. And their fucking way of it. It's not like, so you can have like the fucking level or measure distance with your iPhone by like scanning it across the wall. But you're telling me the only way to check his chub is to enter his fucking shoe size. It's just a, it's clearly a joke. No, I just want, I just want more. Why would anybody even, okay, that's just like really stupid. It sounds like they just had a really funny pun and then they just rolled with it forever. They're like the chubby, we'll call it the chubby checker. Huh. Oh, okay. And then before they knew it, they had an app. And uh, Why are you backing was, this up? This is terrible. It's it is terrible. Joke. You're right. I'm saying. I'm How just, big is penis? I don't know, man. What size is your <laughs> shoe? Let's make an app. Like I fucking hate it. Me too. We should. If there do was it. an, if there was another way that was like funny. About yeah. like, even if it wasn't real, like chubby checker, this is how we find it. And you enter like multiple pieces of data that are fucking yeah. stupid. I'm like, dude, how big your penis shit? That would be funny. But like that putting in be. your shoe size is it. super fucking lame. That is lame. I wouldn't even sue anyone for what says half a billion dollars. Is that correct? Wow. Seeking half a billion dollars in damages over an app how that popular says is this app? put in your shoe size. That means this Can lawyer we, is assuming that this app is worth that much money. That's I just crazy. feel like if you actually read the news articles before we posted this, I would have 10,000% either downloaded it or done enough research on it to figure out what the fuck's up with Chubby's Checker. Chubby, Chubby Checker. Checker. But how is Hewlett, how is the computer manufacturer HP, in tro- the one being sued for Wait, this? Wait, now it says the 99 cent application was purchased fewer than 100 times and HP took a profit of approximately 30 cents per download. Yep. So and now it's HP's fault. You're ruining my client. They call it the Chubby Checker. Everyone's making dude. Trust this me. This is what's wrong with him. Chubby Checker is still way more famous. This than is what's wrong with Peeper. This is Peeper. <laughs> this is what's wrong with people. Peeper. Not that people <laughs> are trying to check peen sizes, but that people are suing people. Just let these kids like, have their fun. You're worried about tarnishing Chubby Checker's fucking reputation. I don't even know who the fuck Chubby Checker is. Mm. This is also what stupid. Maybe if they made it a little more like, oh, if you get like some Mondo Dong, you've got a chubby checker. Then he's like, okay, I'm kind of cool yeah, with it. Yeah, if it like caught on. People know. should probably put warning coffee hot on a cup of coffee. I hate everyone. They have to now. So stupid. And now, another word from our sponsors. We are the Organs for Porkin Foundation. Hi, I'm Mark, and I've never had sexual relations with a woman alive, and as a necrophiliac, I have no desire to. The Organs for Porkin Foundation was started to give to the unfortunate necrophiliacs of our communities a chance to come. Organ donation is one of the most charitable things you can do, but there's more to it than simply giving a liver, like giving an orgasm. The only thing that can bring me to climax is a lifeless corpse, but I refuse to break the law. These people are well-to-do citizens and just like you and I deserve to come. Because they need a dead body to make it happen doesn't mean they should have to break the law. Bring joy and fulfillment to your fellow man and donate your body. Why not? You won't be needing it. Before I became supported by the Organs for Porking Foundation, my life was empty and cold and not cold the way I like. I can finally bring myself to climax without the paranoia and guilt. Thank you, Organs for Porkin. 
Next time you renew your license, do the right thing and check the box that gives the gift of pleasure. All right, Christy, uh, we got a news article coming in hot. Uh, it's coming at us. Straight out of your butthole. Straight out of the butthole. It says, hey, you can't do that. Can you please pick this one up for us? Uh, sloppy? <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> Thank you so much, Ashley. I don't know. It's a really hard news voice to That's follow. not a news voice. That's Thank like you, a... Ashley. <laughs> I guess if you're like the lady we're interviewing after a tornado or something. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't Robber applies poop on his body to evade police capture. A 23-year-old man involved in four criminal cases applied feces on his body to avoid being arrested, but was held by police in Delhi's Kashmir Gate area, officials said on Saturday. The accused has been identified as Arjun, a resident of Madangur, I said. Yeah, that, I, I, uh, I didn't know this was from uh, India, but this comes to us from News18.com, and uh, it is. It just comes to us from India. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I, that's like a cheat code. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. But yeah, on Thursday, a police team patrolling an area near Kashmir Gate Metro Station noticed two bike-borne men behaving suspiciously. They signaled to stop. The suspects approached aggressively in order to intimidate them. Their bike slipped. They tried to escape from the spot. However, one suspect managed to flee by running in the opposite direction of traffic. This is boring. They tried to use pepper spray, couldn't succeed. In a score in order to escape from police's clutches, he took out feces from his trousers and applied it all over his body and even smeared on the uniform of a policeman. So that means this guy shit himself. Wow, that yeah. That's not the first thing I was thinking. Yeah, maybe he turned a bad situation to a good situation. Yeah, like, there's he no way he was like it. I've got the plan. He's just like, oh shit. And yeah. <laughs> Um, notwithstanding the bizarre trick, the policeman caught a hold of the accused and apprehended him anyway. I, look, I don't like justice that much, and that's probably why I'm not a cop. You know, I don't want to fight crime that bad. You know what I mean? Like, like I do on some scale, but like the petty crimes, I don't. Yeah, like if some guy's doing something and I got to arrest him, he smears shit on himself. You know, I'm pretty much that. It's like you know, what, just I'm not. I'm yeah, not, like, I don't. don't I don't want it that bad. I don't want to be a, a crime fighter that bad. You just keep yourself covered in shit. Carry on. Go ahead. You're good. You'd be a terrible police no officer. No shit. It's probably why I'm not a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> you ever, there was this, um, I think it was like the, I don't remember the name of the documentary, but like it was like the most dangerous prison, like inmates mm -hmm. and stuff. Ooh, I love those. Yeah. There's this one guy, he's this really old ass uh, black guy in Cochran, Cochran State Prison, right? Sure. Whatever that is. I think it's in Oklahoma. It's like okay. one of the fucking worst prisons is ever. Okay. Yeah. And he talks about how... Uh, Every time they do a cell extraction, they do what they call it. He, he would do what was called gassing. And he'd take a bucket and he would shit and piss in it and just put all his body bodily fluids in this bucket for like There's, weeks. I don't know how many more there, there are than that, but There's, okay. You can spit, blood, come. Ejaculate. Bile. Where are you going to buy? What do you buy? What if you fuck? puke. Okay. Maybe you all poop right. wrong. Some all bile right. comes out. Anyway, okay. then he would then he would kick this shit up a notch like, like Chef Emerald. Bam! And he tossed crushed up light bulbs and glass in it because when he would and then what had what would happen is they'd come in the cell to to do a cell extraction so to check the cell and 
that he would. Do they have to go through the bucket? They would. He would throw the bucket of sh- of this liquid on them, and when they would go to wipe it off, the glass. Would oh cut my them. god! This is not real. Yes, that's very real. How could they have done that? It couldn't have happened more than once. Uh, I mean, you know, you stop it one time, and they take away the bucket. He figures out a different way. You know, that's like when these people are. That's like they make it their hobby. I want to watch a show. Can we watch this? He also. He's like I used to come. He's I. Yeah, I walk around the yard and I see somebody. I see a new new inmate. He come in. And I go up to him, I would tell him, I'd say, I like you and I want you. We can do this the hard way or we can do this the easy way. And they always chose the easy way. He would just walk up oh to be, like the newest God. person and you just walk up and punch him in the face as hard as he could. Like the newest person there. Is these, this guy is like the fucking craziest motherfucker. Dude, I want to watch you this. See, I think when it was filmed, he's like in his like 60s, he's like getting up there. Right? He's this older kind of dude, but he's just been in prison for so long, fucking people up. He uh, does what he wants. Yikes. Um. Anyway. Anyway, that's all. That's all with the poop. I mean, we could have made India <clears> poop <throat> jokes, you know? Yeah, I also think you could have come up with like a better tagline than, hey, you can't do that. Hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. Well, what? You know what? I don't try very hard if you haven't noticed on that, on that front. Yeah, right. It's like one of my favorite parts. I like it. Hypnotists are never not creepy. We have a, another news article flying in. This one comes to us from Fox 13 in Memphis, even though this game is from uh, New Jersey. New Jersey hypnotist arrested for giving illegal prostate, uh, prostate exams to patients. I'm sorry, what? What do you got on your mind? What were you going to say for that? What do you got in your butt? Yeah, that's what this guy's doing. He's checking butts. So I guess you would go in to be hypnotized. <laughs> And you're like, you're like, hey, I think I want to stop smoking. He's like, okay, we'll get you to stop smoking. Don't worry. And uh, then they leave. They're like, hey, thanks. I don't feel like... Do you, he's like, you want a cigarette? He's no. But my butt feels a little greasy. <laughs> what? I'm, I've heard that's what happens with prostate exams. Your butt feels greasy. Because he's lube. Um, a New Jersey hypnotist... <laughs> <clears throat> a New Jersey hypnotist was arrested after subjecting patients to illegal prostate exams, investigators said. The Essex County Prosecutor's Office said patients would visit Robert Buckner, 55, for hypnotherapy sessions, and he would perform the exams, WCPS re- WCBS reported. Um, well, that's, that's your fault for going in for hypnotherapy. Well, it's... It is unclear if the patients were under hypnosis during the exam. Bruckner is not a licensed doctor and owns major mindset hypnosis counseling. But he's also like, let me check that butt. You know, uh, most of the... Oh, no, this was funny and it's turning not funny real quick. Uh Uh-oh, the investigators... uh, The investigation was launched after patients went to police and described the visit. How could they describe the... but they are, it's unclear if they're under hypnosis. Some people right. do something's remember. Wrong with my, I went in for hypnosis and something's wrong with my butthole. Ain't never been the same. Ain't something, never. Something's happening in there. So I, mean, I go in there and my butt doesn't hurt. <laughs> and I and I just, you know, I just want to just quit smoking. When I come out, my butt hurts and I want to smoke more. Yeah, but doesn't something with your prostate make jujus come out? Well, I mean, one if it's, uh, he might, maybe he's checking ladies too. No, only prostate exam. I, I'm... I'm just so locked on the butthole exam in itself. He's just... Seriously, Breckner was arrested and charged with sexual assault, endangering the welfare of a child, and practicing medicine without a license. That's why so, I said it got real not funny real quick. That, you're right. 
I shot, I shot fun games so you, fucking, you put little babies in there. Yeah, why are you having a kid go into hypnosis? I mean, I'm not against that. I, I absolutely yeah. want to try hypnotherapy 100%. Right. I don't, and I just think it's like, you, I'm not saying, hey, I would go take my child to hypnotherapy, but I think there are so many different circumstances. Yeah, I so think the so, circumstances. Yeah, I'm not, I think be, that's um, perfectly fine. Um, I'm just, I just feel like this is one of those articles too that I, I have a lot, I have a lot more questions. Yeah, definitely. What what hey. were the complaints in the in the police reports then? Hey, you know, I don't think my hypnotist is allowed to do. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if like what it takes. You know, hypnotist school. Maybe I get a doctorate, or I don't know. I don't no, know but like, also, how did they be. catch him? Do they have to like set him up and do a, do a scheme? They go in and it's like, all right, now we can't come in till he's in your butthole. Right, and he's you know what the, I mean. And your your word is, oh, oh, Nelly. <laughs> yeah, like what happened? I was screaming, whoa, Nelly, where were you? Also, what constitutes a prostate exam? Is that like I don't know making juju come out, or is it like just well, finger in the butthole? You just or, like, you feel it, make sure it's not oversized. There's no weird things on. Yeah, but okay, that doesn't that doesn't sound okay. Prostate exams sound way different than sexual assault and endangering the welfare of a child. Well, when you're not a practicing doctor, you're not allowed to check someone's asshole. I know, but that just doesn't sound like sexual assault necessarily. I mean, well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, if this guy is going out of it, he's has nothing to do with any kind of like medical practice. If he's, it's probably a sexual. Look, I'm not practice. arguing. I think if somebody's putting their hands in private parts that they're not supposed to be putting them in, absolutely charge them. 100. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I have a lot of questions. Right. Why are we calling this prostate exams? Why don't we just right. talk about what it is? Maybe if he's that's being charged what... with sexual assault. Tell me, fucking him in the butt. Like, what right. is happening? Maybe he. That maybe that's what he was claiming. He's like, they're just prostate exams. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm sorry. With I just, my dick. I have a lot of questions. See, hypnotists are never not creepy. Period. End. Period I don't end. know, man. I still would do. Would you do hypnotherapy with me? I mean, it just depends. Would you do it? I don't know. I don't know if I'm able to be hypnotized, really. Me neither. But don't you want to find out? Yeah, but I, I feel like the you have to want to be. I don't know if there's. I don't know. Well, it's circumstantial, baby. It was a yes or no question. And no, no, no. It's, it's a maybe. Next news article coming up. This is a. This says legal definition coming up, flying in you, flying at you, hot miss. Flying in you. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Uh, okay. Back on track. Christy, this one's for you. Um, I don't know how to get out of this privacy thing. Out of what? All I see is a bunch of subway. Oh, there we go. Sandwiches in subway too sugary to meet legal definition of being bread. No, I love subway. That was my first job. Legally. I worked at a Subway inside a Walmart when I was 16. First, it was yoga mats. Oh, really? That's yeah. a special Dude, kind that's of Subway. My, exactly. It was my very first job. It was a Subway inside a Walmart. Inside a Walmart. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get any more fluorescent. Dude, it was <clears throat> the me. meat in the package. Like, it, the meat in the packaging is fluorescent. And mm-hmm. you would think it's like sometimes you work at those places and you're like, I'll never eat Subway again. I'm like, more Subway. I'll take some, I'll take some Subway. Anyway, the Supreme Court. Wow, this is serious has found that the bread in Subway's heated sandwiches has too much sugar in it to meet the legal definition of being bread. Why a heated sandwich? And why is that going to the Supreme Court? Yeah, what the fuck? Isn't the heated bread is the same as the non-heated bread? Also, this does say it's from the independent.ie Irish news, so I think this is in Ireland. Okay. So maybe they just have nothing else to do. And they're like, "Okay, uh, we've taken care of all all of the legal problems. What's up on it? Uh, is Subway uh, bread of bread. I don't know. What do you guys think? Maybe people got in an argument about who likes Subway and who doesn't because I get in that argument a lot. Yeah. A lot of people don't like Subway. Like Quiznos! Quiznos! Or just nobody. Is there even a Quiznos? 
I think they're all gone. People hate Subway a lot. I love Subway. Do you they, like Subway? We've gotten Subway. Yeah, I, I can. I, I can definitely mound some Subway. What's your? Never mind. I already know. What is it? Same, no more stupid questions. Same fucking sub you get everywhere. An Italian. Um, I get an Italian dude, sub. Or sweet tuna. onion chicken teriyaki with jalapenos is where it's at. I will get myself a uh, tuna from there. And, oh, God. You and your family in tuna, dude. I like it to fish. <laughs> I know that's right. Uh-huh. Um, this article looks really boring with a bunch of big words and stupid tax acts. And it basically just says, high sugar content. <clears throat> Sandwich could not be deemed a staple food. Um bunch of legal mumbo jumbo perfect thank you for summing that up for us christy uh if you should call in 706-200-1213 tell us if you think that subway bread is bread or if it's just yoga mats i just want to understand what the difference between regular and heated sandwiches are it says because the subway heated sandwiches such as a hot meatball sandwich did not contain quote-unquote bread as defined it could not be said to be quote-unquote food food but why heated so like if you get a cold meatball sub that bread is bread oh my god what'd you do to this dog don't do anything come on now you're hurting him you will it's his fault anyway he, er, he asked for it i'll still eat subway he had it me too Let's i'll get, eat some su- i'll eat some sugar sand. maybe we can get out of here in time to get some subway <laughs> uh we have a couple more articles coming in hot this one he just loves Coming right in you. Take it away, Isaiah. <laughs> oh, oh Christy. Uh, maybe I can go to that hypnotist. Oh, my God. He just loves ice cream. Convicted pedophile battling police to keep his job as an ice cream man. I just love ice cream, man. I <laughs> oh, my God. What do you, mean? you don't think I can separate my work from my pleasure? Oh, my God. I have the right it's my God-given right oh, as an ice cream buddy. man. What's an ice cream man supposed to do without children? Oh, buddy, this poor guy. The poor guy, is that He's what he is? He's got some serious fucking problems. Instead of instead of putting all his energy into like starting Rehabilitating? something. Rehabilitating? Or making a new business. He's like, no. Staying under the radar? I'm an ice cream man. Put me on the news. Oh, my God. Police are trying to stop a convicted pedophile from working as an ice cream man. I, I feel like you shouldn't have to, you, you shouldn't have to um, work, or sorry, you shouldn't have to try to stop it. I feel like you just shouldn't you be just, allowed to. You stop it, yeah. Yeah, like it's like, oh, we're trying to stop them. We, we can't, can't do it. These kids love the ice cream. No. Stating that is an inappropriate job for a registered sex offender. Jesus also, Christ. Uh, also, other jobs would be clown. Um, elementary school custodian. Or anything at an elementary school? Anything that involves children mm-hmm. of any kind. Yeah. You should probably, you're not allowed. You should probably work at an office job that you don't interact with people. That might be a good one. Out of your home. Working from home. Working from no, home. No, but then they can get on the black web and then they're just going to get all wrapped up into we, that. We got images it. We're all, we, we ransack the house twice a week and we rough him up a bit. Crush his hard drives. Shove ice cream up down his pants. Give him a wedgie. Now we're talking. Uh, Paul Neary, 47, was given a suspended jail sentence in 2016 for possessing indecent images of children. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna give you a spoiler. They're just gonna talk about all his sexual deviancy and his, and his charges continuing. Are you trying to say that you don't think he should have an ice cream man job? Uh, no, I just was like. Are you yeah. trying to say that this guy deserves to not just, be like, an ice cream man? I like to make fun of everything. I like to laugh at pain because how else do you get through it? But it just. I have a real hard time when they get into the details of like legitimate pedophilia charges. It's really gross. Yeah. 
Um, he had photos of children's soiled underwear, naked Barbie dolls mimicking sex acts were on him, were found on his phone. Now, if naked Barbie dolls are a crime, <laughs> lock me up. Thank you for making it funny. You can't have a little soiled underwear. <laughs> Dude, I that's mean, fucking weird. No shit, it's fucking weird. That, as I quote Mr. Dan Cummins from Time Suck, hot peanut butt butter. I don't like that you ruined Piping that. Hot. You made me a fucking bowl of ramen with peanut butter in it and tuna and then proceeded to tell me about peanut butt butter mm-hmm. and wondered why I had an issue. Butt butter. He he the poop. And that's what he called it. He called it peanut butter. What they put on Poutine. Poutine. That's right. Some piping hot poutine. All right. Let's move on to the next article. This one's really got, bumming got, me I out. Know, I can't stop reading it though. So is he going to be... An ice cream man or not? No, but I think he like pretty much outed himself and just like said he didn't see what the problem was. I don't see what the problem is. What's the fucking (laughs) problem? (laughs) That's part of the problem. Yeah, he's not really not really owning up to much here. Oh God. Lots of soiled soiled stuff. That's like a weird fucked up level of like some uh, some baby loving. You want the chocolate fudge? Yeah, why do you want the poop, dude? That's like the worst you wanna, part. You want the Jocko Taco? <laughs> sorry, sorry, kids. All, oh my god! Sorry, kids. All we have today is the Jocko Taco. <laughs> dude, what the ice fuck? cream is? Uh, ice cream's free with a picture. You just get a free. You get a picture and you get a free ice cream, kids. You got any Barbie dolls on you? What's going on? Oh my god, that's so weird. And then he turns on the. I'm actually just kind of making me feel better instead of it's like super horrific because I read that. I'm sorry. Go and ahead. He, and he turns on his his. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And it's all, and he's cruising around. I've read some when they were doing like the big pedophile sting or whatever, child pornography sting locally in here where we are in Sarasota. I read an article about some guy and they started talking about all, he had like 800 counts and they started talking about what all of the pornography images were they found. And it's like fucking it's horrifically horrific. yeah. gut-wrenching. It's, yeah. And I'm just really glad at least that this one's just about like some soiled Choco Tacos and naked Barbies. Some Choco Tacos, yeah. Also, uh, and he's, you, you get, he's back there cracking whippets too. They're also talking about how he's so fascinated with the Barbies and just didn't understand why. I just don't, I just, I just don't, I just don't get it. I, I like the Barbies. He, he cross-dresses. This is good. Why is this article so long? Moving on. Moving on to a more important article. Uh, something... I do want a Choco Taco now, though. Me too. Uh, coming to us from uh, ManchesterEveningNews.co.uk. Christy, take it away. <laughs> Parrots removed from UK Family Safari Park after teaching each other to swear and laughing about it. Those assholes. I hate people. I know. Why can't just why let the birds have new, some fun? Yeah. Why is like this? Oh, this is news. Are you questioning? Oh, this is some news. I mean, it's kind of funny. I think it's pretty cool. Lawrence rolled down your window the other day in the back seat in his car seat and then held his hand out the window and kept going, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And like, it's bad, but like, he's going funny. Exactly. It's, it's funny. funny. If you're offended at a bird's cursing, why can't you just be happy that the bird's talking? Yeah. And then it laughs about it. How intelligent. Oh, if it's, if it is what an African. What a level of retention. If it is an African, yeah, it was a flock of five African gay, great parrots. What were they saying? It better be something super fucking profane. It's probably something pretty salty. I want to know. Let's see. A wildlife park has been forced to remove five newly adopted parrots from public display after starting, after they started swearing at customers. Uh, Bosses at Lincolnshire Wildlife Park said they accepted the new flock of birds on August 15th, and the group taught each other how to swear while in quarantine together. The park's chief... Get to the juice. Yeah, what words were they saying? 
uh, naughty antics made the staff laugh, which encouraged the birds even more. But swift action had to be taken. I don't think it's going to tell us. All we want to know is what they were saying. I yeah. I don't want to hear about their fucking parrots. Well, at least if they do swear, it's not as bad as three or four of them all blasting it out at once. Like, what the fuck? This is stupid. Yep. Well, we can only assume they're probably, bloody hell, bloody hell. <laughs> Something like that. You've got my knickers in a kink. Something like that. Not what I thought you said for a second. Jesus Why? What do you think I said? What do you think I said? Got my knickers in a kink. Huh? Short pants. Yeah. British. What's that face for? I don't get it. My not, knickers in a kink. Stop. This is how my mom's dog's name's Nikki. And she calls her Knickers as mm. like a little nickname. Mm-hmm. And then we were like out on the back porch one and day. And you're, yeah, and she's like calling for Knickers. Screaming to like come home yelling for her because she lets her out without a leash and stuff. And I'm like, you can't do that. That's awful. It's with a K. It's a different word. No, I know. She like, I, she really didn't <laughs> didn't mean it until I told her. And then once I told her, then she thought it was really funny. And Well, that about does it for us tonight. That's Those are the way the birds fly. To, those are the, that's how the flock flies. Jesus. I am trying to wrap it up with something catchy. That's how the flock flies you like that one mm-hmm. the feathers that's how the feathers float wow and that's how the ice cream served <laughs> thank you everybody now how about another word from our sponsor <laughs> This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Dark Web MD. Where do you go when they tell you there's no cure? They say the homeopathic options might help, but you know a brand spanking new child kidney will definitely help. But where do you score a kidney? Dark Web MD. Everyone is getting more and more tattoos. How are you going to keep up? A sleeve, your neck, your face? No way. You're ready to take it to the next level. You're getting horns. But you live in the suburbs. How are you going to get horns? Dark Web MD. Your 23andMe results came in, and unlike Kim and Chloe, no Armenian DNA. OMG, Brittany. How can we get that changed? Dark Web MD. A Popco brand. Welcome to the marsupial bimbo chomper. (laughs) Uh, Not not your best. What do you mean? It's not your best. I didn't create this. The marsupial bimbo chomper is uh, an ancient tradition. It's been around Mm -hmm. forever. A chomper is... Is the person that you do the ceremony for. So a chomper is a ceremony. Well, no, the chomper. The marsupial bimbo, bimbo. chomper is the name of a ceremony. Because yeah. it sounds like name of a person. or like Well, it just shows how uncultural idealized you are. You just don't know about other cultures <laughs> and stuff. You don't know. You're not wrong. You don't know that they do that in. Anyway, can you give me more information they, on this ceremony? They do it in Tibet. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's where it started. Tibet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 
It's, it's, it's not in Tibet. It's the island. No, it's the island between Thailand and Tibet. <laughs> they share it. Gotcha. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, and then they. I'm they, so uncultured. I know, and they created this this uh, ceremony, mm-hmm. and it's for women who uh, are having trouble giving getting pregnant. Right. Yeah. So the guys line up. They're all called chompers, mm-hmm. and the marsupial bimbo is the lady. Right. Yeah. It's because she's got a pouch. A pooch. I mean, I think marsupial means something different, different, different in Tibetese. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It okay. Means, I understand. It means pushy. Pushy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Millennial Book Club. Sec- We're just fucking watching Netflix. I'm Babe, sorry. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. that's great. You're. I'm. I'm like. <laughs> it's like this. This flowers is blossoming. I. You're. You. It's like you're actually a, a part of the show. Mm-hmm. You know what's going on. You know what's being said. And this is, you're right. It's the book club where there is no books. It's just Netflix. Netflix originals. Mm-hmm. Because, you know. Is this a Netflix original? It is. I didn't know that. It is. It where do you think it comes from? Outer space? You want to outer space and chill? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, uh, and this week, everybody was to watch. If you wanted to be cool and be a part of this. You were all to watch Ratchet. Ratchet. Mm-hmm. Ratchet. I believe it's a D, so it'd be Ratchet. You're right. Ratchet. A young nurse at a mental institution becomes jaded and bitter before turning into a full-fledged monster, monster to her parent, patient. <clears throat> You're really blossoming. Before, thank you. <laughs> before turning into a full-fledged monster to her patients. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is... Apparently supposed to be like a precursor to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It's got so this. you said. Yeah. So I said. I saw that on an article somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's it's the pre, pre-story pre to Nurse Ratched. Who it's you, the pre-cum. Pre-cum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's why, it's, <laughs> that's what you said, right? <laughs> to uh, the nurse, you know, Nurse Ratched story. And it's, I was telling you because you said you hadn't seen uh, one flew the cuckoo's nest. It's a right. It's just her character, that lady. Well, and now I want to. She's like the antagonist of the of the movie, and she's the bad guy, and just you know, she's doing. You described her though as like the bad monster that you somehow grow to love, and I'm like waiting to love her, other than admiring the way she looks and the way she carries herself. You mean in this movie? <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean that's kind of how I feel about it because like who else are we supposed to be drawn to? Like she's our main character. Like, yeah, but no... like in a lot of things like that where there's a bad guy. Yeah. I end up like loving them and I want the good stuff for them where you understand. I mean, maybe time will tell. Time will tell. Like I don't really see her as being one of those bad guys Do you think you that could... you end up liking. I think it's one that you like fucking hate and loathe yeah. and you're just like blown away by how awful they can be. Could you say that you'd love to hate her? No. Because you're just like, oh, this piece of shit, of no, course. No, because it's like, those are the ones that you get like really upset while you're watching, while you're watching. You don't like yeah. ever fall in love with them. Like, there's plenty of murderers I fell in love with. or like these terrible, toxic people. And you're like, but I love you so much. That's interesting. So why do we watch that stuff? If there's never somebody that we can connect to or that. I mean, I think that's like a much deeper question of why yeah. people love true crime and stuff so much. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's maybe, a deep one. Yeah, maybe it's like this fear that, <clears throat> that some shit could happen to us like i think it's like the shock and fascination value yeah so i'm gonna say before we get much deeper just if you haven't seen it sorry no because you don't know you didn't know she your baby you're right you fucked up just now (laughs) 
You fucked up hard. Now you keep your trap shut while the man runs his fucking show. You get it? The uh, Just in case, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. for anything that could possibly be spoiled. Mm-hmm. I mean, we watched the first two episodes, right? Right. And spoiler alert, we're going to spoil the shit. So if you, if you think you might want to watch this show, and let's do, just because there are spoilers up front, let's just do our ratings up front on it. Just in case somebody wants to I actually to don't think there's that many spoilers. I was thinking about it today when I went to start the third one and I couldn't because two minutes and 47 seconds in, all this shit was coming out and I just felt like you couldn't miss it. Yeah. Or I couldn't watch it without you. That I think it kind of sucks when we do the Millennial Book Club because we're like only scratching the surface. And I bet if there's anybody else that has watched the show, they've definitely binged the shit out of it. Yeah. Or already finished it. And we're like talking about all these things only one or two episodes in when all of our questions get answered there's so much had i not watched the two minutes and 47 seconds of episode three i feel like i would be talking about dr hanover in a completely different way now that i know right he's not too easy Ooh, right there see that's the spoiler yeah but it's like it's so you think this is a... I just think... I, w- I wish we could watch more. I don't think we should change anything. I just wish we could watch more. Yeah. Or I like when it's like an hour and a half something or a two hour movie and we get to talk about like the whole thing, the whole ride. Right. Because we're just talking about there the There is a workaround. Time. There is a workaround. Mm-hmm. And we've done that. We've done this many times before. Mm-hmm. If it's something that we feel so passionately about and we like, what we do it in two parts. So we can watch... We can finish okay. watching this... And then we can come back next week and talk about it next week. The only thing is, I believe there's like eight episodes. Yeah. It's a lot of episodes. To I don't go back to week. work till Saturday. What about me? <clears throat> what about what about the what about the man running the show? Did you ever think about that? It's not my fault. You're so busy. <gasps> well, you're right. It's not. But the uh, oh man, I'm trying to look up Netflix. We <laughs> downloaded the new iOS last week, and now everything's miscombobulated. Um, disc. What, what did I say? Miss. It's a different word. Gotcha. Yeah, you, didn't, you, didn't, you don't know. <clears throat> anyway, what's your rating? How do you feel about... Tell me how you feel about this. Where would you rate it on the scale? On the scale? Um, I would say binge it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of reasons why I want to say binge it. And uh, one of those reasons is the, the director's a master at what he's doing. I've seen a lot of people do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And it comes out too much like it's too like like it's tacky yeah and so he he's every all like the gaudiness of it all yes but he does it in such a way that you're like oh yeah it's like you're you're, i I get it everything's a little stylized like the the colors are so specific like anytime you see nurse ratchet she's like surrounded by green colors or the whole all the lights itself are are cranked yeah you even said that i feel like I noticed that they did that with the whole lighting thing, but then when she goes to visit the priest in the wheelchair and stuff, yeah. I've just realized that they make a lot of green everywhere. Yes. Like, even in the props, the the landscape, like, all yeah. of it. I get they were outside, but I'm like... But they were doing It was that, enough where you're like, damn, that's a lot of green, not and just And they want you outside. to notice. Yeah. And they want you to notice. And it's right on the edge of being like, is this... It, it's just... I love when there's so many layers to the film. So it's ama- it's amazingly shot. Um, it's the acting is is fucking incredible. Yeah, incredible. really is. Every single person that's that's acted in this has been like, God damn. Right, and I they're agree. All, it's fucking great, and it's this is the season. This is the season to watch something like this. This is it's fucking oh, October. Oh, for sure. It's a yeah. Holiday season. So binge nurse rat nurse. Uh, so binge ratchet. Just go binge it. That's that's my 
up top. And and we want to say that just because we're at least going to spoil the first couple episodes. Because even in the first couple episodes, oh my god, this dog. Did you see this fucking dog? He's really ramped up. He's ramped up. But he's like really happy. I don't know. I think he's, I just think he's always hungry. This dumb dog's in my dumb lap. He's not doing anything. So there are... Yeah, there's eight episodes. Yeah. There's eight episodes. That's tough. Coming from some... How many episodes of that one anime did you watch? Was They're hun- 20 minutes long. How many was it, though? Could you give it to me? That I've watched? Wasn't there one that had like some 100-some episodes over the seasons? And the you one, do it all the time. The one that I've watched? Yeah, the one you... Don't worry about it. No, go ahead. I'd like everybody to know. What is... I Just so we guess? can compare. I said 100-something. 100 117. 537. Oh yeah, I was like five hundred and seventy. It was right when I of eight hundred, and I stopped watching because they stopped translating it to English. Quit your bitching about it. You found time to do it then. You can find time to do it now. It was over months. It wasn't a week. You don't get it. Here, you take your dog. Take this dog. So I would definitely say binge it. Would you say the same thing? Absolutely. Good. So now that we're on the same page about something, finally, let this dog outside. Pause for Oz. (laughs) Each episode is almost like it's its own little bit of like not spoil like like twist almost like you find out information each episode you're like oh shit i feel like each episode's shot completely differently based on the colors and the way they stylize whatever the set and everything is like some of the ones seem like very cold and very sterile and everything's kind of like monochrome and everything you know what i mean and then there's other ones the next one i felt wasn't as cold and because the first one was focused all just on the hospital and all this shit yes and even the hotel that she was staying at everything was like light blue it was very sterile kind of airy and then the beginning of that third one i just feel like the colors and everything changes with each episode I think in the way something to think about from the first episode to the second episode the first episode was labeled pilot which means they shot it and then sold it to, or Netflix only gave them a certain amount of money to just shoot the pilot, and they're like, we'll buy the rest. I didn't know that's what that means. Yeah, that's what I, know, I know it's like the pilot episode, yeah. but so I just... That's how, yeah, pilot episodes, either they're they're shot on like your own money and then you sell it, or you, a lot of times the studio goes, here's money for your pilot. And they give, that there's like a certain time of year when they shoot all these pilots. Some of them, they, they'll air just to test it out. Um, but yeah, and then they, if it does well, they purchase the rest of it. So, and I noticed that, they was named that and then immediately in the second one I'm like there's more money here like as soon as the second one oh, started I was yeah, like this okay. is, there's so much that more money sense. here yeah. yeah so and um the director i mean obviously they're giving him a good amount of money because he's the director of American Horror Story right I don't you know told which me that seasons. i didn't know that but you I don't, told me that yeah i i just uh, looked it up really quickly i don't know which seasons um, she's such an amazing villain program creator i want to see a ratchet director because it's the same girl in American Horror Story, right? I mean, I haven't. I've seen like a little bit of the first uh, episode, and that was it. Uh oh. And now another word from our sponsors. In the beginning, he was a humble man of the cloth. That concludes today's mass. And now we pass around the collections basket. We humbly ask you, give what you can. But then one day, everything changed. Everybody stay calm. No, no, finish passing that basket around. Son, this is the house of God. Shut up, old man. Please, this is the second time this month we have been taken advantage of. The day God starts shooting back is the day we stop robbing church. Now do what you're good at and get on your knees. 
and now he must take fate into his own hands. That's it. I've had it. I swore I would never use this, but you leave me no choice. Ah, shit, he's got a gun. Now, come on now, father. Killing us would be a sin. To clean up the streets and the church. To hell with sin. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. This summer, Woody Harrelson is Father Statham in Killer G. Non-stop holy violence that will knock you out of your pew. You won't want to miss this Sunday mass shooting. You are not forgiven. Killer G, coming to Popflix. What's, um, oh no, sorry. Had a little uh, computer doing a little computer thing. How about snooze it, stupid? The computer's always asking me to update. No, I'm busy. Anyway. Anyway. Be, you know what? <laughs> um, uh. Who is the director? Let's, Barry Holmes. David Nickel Street. Asshole Hasselhoff. Developed, based on, created, starring. Where the fuck is the director? I can't find it. I don't, I, Google's broken, and it doesn't show the director. It just shows creators. Maybe I think they, you're just bad at Googling. I, okay, what would you Google? I've, I've felt that way for a while now, honestly. Ryan Murphy is one of the creators, and mm -hmm. then uh, one of the other creators is Evan Romansky. Uh, excuse me. And, um, yeah, they created this this master... I just I, I googled director of Ratchet. That's what I t typed too. Milo's foreman. And the came guy's up. dead. Ha! Shows how much you know how to use Google. I clicked that and it, he that guy's dead. Maybe that was the guy that directed One Flew Over Cuc the Cuckoo's Nest. Ratchet gives a first. Maybe he is my. I don't know. Um, there's different directors each episode. So Ryan Murphy did two episodes. Michael Uppendahl did two episodes. Nelson Craig did one. Cool. Jennifer Lynch did. They have all different ones. So that kind of gets rid of what I said before. Yeah. Because it's not the director. The director doesn't have so much sway. It's just the overall creators. That would make sense, show. though. Maybe what I'm saying, too, though, is I feel like the different episodes have these completely different vibes and sets and right. the way that it ties into the emotion of the episode as well, which I do love shows that do that. I've watched a lot of shows where different directors do different episodes. So then they'll like showcase this episode directed by asshole Hasselhoff. You know what I mean? Favorite director. <laughs> no, but I love that because it gives it a completely different feel or just adds so many layers to the visual effects and stuff. Yeah. I mean, so I do love that. Me too. And there's uh, my favorite, my favoriteest ever anime does that. I was actually waiting for you to connect this to anime because the way <laughs> that you talk about why you love anime and the way that the colors and the emotions and how much artistry goes into yes. portraying so many emotions and storytelling and how that adds so much depth to the story. It's like one of the first things I thought of and I didn't want to say because I was waiting for to do it on the show. Oh my God, look at you. It's, it's not necessarily how I talk about anime it's just how i talk about film or how i talk about shows or things that are like really it's weird well i've only ever heard you say that about anime because it's the only Every time place... i ask you why do you love anime so much because it's 
it's where I find it the most and the stories there. So it's all those things like the colors and how the story is being told of maybe a different perspective. I, you, it's just so plentiful in there in that like realm. And I know the realm well, so I just constantly digging through it and trying to find it. Do you it. not want people to know how much of an anime nerd you are? Is I think mean? they pretty much know. It's like it's the jokes. <laughs> the joke's been running so hard on this show that it's like I. But my favorite is one I made uh, made Justin watch it. And he's texted me just the other day. Um, I miss him. Yeah, me too. Justin, if you're out there, you know, my brother, my brother. But he uh, he watched, it's called Space Dandy. And yeah, you've talked about that one. Yeah, it's such an amazing show. It's only 26 episodes long in its entirety. Man, how each, did you watch that? That's so much more than eight. Actually, it's probably less time overall. I think, yeah, it is. It's only like four hours. Because <laughs> it's, they're only 26 minutes. Anyway, so the, but each episode of the show is done by a different artistic director so even the like the drawing style changes from episode to episode and so like all some of them are like really really watercolory mm-hmm. and some of them are like the lines are very fat and it's just it, it's oh it's amazing and then what's cool never mind let's uh we got to get off that no I, I love it though that's why i like what they did here it just takes you somewhere completely different the way it's shot reminds me of this one movie which is probably a poor time to forget what it's called it's something about elephants um, mm. Water and elephants walked by el- dancing with the elephants, something like that. But it's all about this like Five circus elephants, time. One girl. <laughs> Stop it, Ben. Let's not talk about that one though. Nothing. That's your favorite. No, but like it's this circus. It's about elephants in the circus and stuff. And the way it's shot is just the colors are so rich and it has so much going on. And I just really like I've, it. I've heard about that. I think I've heard about that movie. I wouldn't. I couldn't give you the name either. I don't know those stylistic words I'm looking for, but the way it's shot with all of the colors, the way it takes you somewhere else, it feels like you're in a different era. It feels like you're in a different country or a different culture or these meshings of all these cultures and colors just take you somewhere that's almost like a fantasy, right. but at the same time feels super grounded. All right which I think is what this show does. So it like it doesn't take you off to this fantasy place where it's so unrealistic. It's just stylized to a way to stir up so many emotions. Yeah. In fact, and that's exactly what they want you to do because it's a known thing that certain colors can elicit certain emotions. I mean, it's not like it's a fucking drug and it's going to make you feel it. But like if you're already feeling a little bubbly or like a little happy, yellow is going to like turn it up more, you know? And so that's but like there's so many layers to it down to like the glasses to the clothes to the yes. sets to everything, everything everyone yeah and then I feel like the way they saturate the color yes of the entire you know what I mean the attention to detail is really really brilliant it's just yeah it's brilliant is the right and word for sure I love that even though it is stylized in that way and all these things are so like picturesque and but it's they still capture it still feels very real for, yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah it feels very real for that time like yeah i feel like they capture the barbarism of fucking lobotomies Seriously. and it's just so in the second episode i mean if you're listening you haven't watched then we've already warned you you know whatever but in the second episode and the the guy's got that starts off with like the three patients and they're mm-hmm. all seemingly like have normal problems like the one guy is forgetful what's well, okay. not like time period two or i think yeah. like western culture comes up with these ideas of different personalities or mental standings and then 
yeah, calls them illnesses. Literally every single one of those people didn't have an illness. So no. the first guy had memory memory loss. Dementia, just he's basically. Older. Yeah. But it wasn't even dementia. He's perfectly lucid. He's just like, I can't remember the words to my play. Yeah, right? but I feel like people with dementia or anybody with Alzheimer's, when they're reliving these pieces of their past, is so colorful. It's so dramatic. They get so fucking upset. Right. They're so into it. It's this like display where everybody's like, Jesus. Well, I, yeah, and I, I, I felt like they were just like cranking up his character. Like he's like, I'm an actor. I, I'm, uh, I'm supposed to be like, yeah, bro, ha, like over the top with a, and then the, the lady that was like, I'm an opera singer everywhere, everywhere. She's saying that she wakes up, she can't, she wakes up, doesn't know where she, and she doesn't know how she got there, and her melancholy, which is just depression. So yeah. she's just like depressed. But it's like, and the other kids like, I daydream. Not even do I have a problem, but my mom says I have a problem of daydream. Yes. That was like, that's why everyone's like, oh my. So you got dementia, depression, ADHD, and or ADD, a lesbian. and fucking. And, right. and, and they crank a massive drill into these people's heads and they scramble up the front of your brains and they go, okay, it's all fixed. And they don't scramble it, but yeah. I'm, I mean, that is... Not really. He, he mushes it around. Well, no, he's trying to create space. So he's like turning it different ways to create space to sever the connections. You're supposed to, it's drilling right. a hole. It's not like scrambling. It's just right. creating a but hole, creating are, a gap. They're definitely scrambling. They're they're destroying the tissue in there. Like there's not anything. He's just shoving it in. And he's just the way he was saying it was just to make it sound nicer than it is. You want to agree to disagree? <laughs> just telling you right now. <laughs> when they when he just hammers an ice pick into someone's eye and he's like move it. It's all the numbers and everything. Uh, Forty five degrees here. It's like he's saying to turn it because you put it in so he wants to create the hole and so he's saying with instead of doing it with a drill that seems really barbaric you're going to put the ice pick in turn it 30 degrees this way turn it this way so you're trying to create a hole you're trying to sever certain connections in the brain to get rid of what they think is illnesses but it's not like to mush it it's just you're severing the connections you're making a hole so he's just telling you how to make a perfect hole without scrambling i don't know man I th- what's what's the difference at the end of the day? Lobotomies. What's the fucking? That's just fucking it terrifying. Was, it was me. It was so hard for me to watch, and it wasn't even from just the gore itself. It's just the implications of what it is, and and you're literally not you anymore. Like no, that's how I feel when I think when we watch it. I said I'm like you know all this stuff about lobotomies. You know the way that mental illness was treated in those days, and you know the how horrific they are. But the way that they shot it. And it was just so plain, so raw. There's no music. There's no emotion. It's just this is what the fuck is happening was awful stomach. Yeah. Turned your stomach. Like yeah. That was Jesus Christ. And then it's and, and every normal person. How horrific it is. Literally every normal person, the viewer, there's people in the audience that are like the viewers are like, oh, my God, this is awful. And of course, Nurse Ratchet's like leaning over the railings like, oh, yeah. And then what? 45 <laughs> degrees. Go on. Yeah. But at that time, they thought that was like super innovative and. And amazing. And I, I do feel the same way, you know, <clears throat> when I went to school and I was scrubbing in on those open heart surgeries, the first one you go in, they're like stand against the wall. A lot of people puke. A lot of people pass you out. Have you puking in the hearts. Yeah. And so then like, but it's this weird thing that you like get high off of where like you can't get close enough. You're so fascinated. It's so incredible. You're like in the room with some of these, the most brilliant minds. And like, you know, I always thought there's, this is the issue. This is the defect. And this is the surgery that they perform to correct it. And that's not what happens. So I was going to the hospital and all these surgeons, all these doctors, they meet in this one big room 
and they start talking about this person's case. And basically what ends up happening is this one surgeon's like, here's what I think we should do to repair it. This other surgeon's like, here's what I think we should do. People argue, people get heated, and then they decide this is the method of what we're doing. So it's like this form of art where they're like, here's what I'm capable of. This is the confidence that I have, and this is what we're going to do to fix it. Yeah. And then you stand in the room with these people, these brilliant fucking people, and it's like awesome. It really is. Like it, you can't get uh, you sit there for 14 hours after a surgery. You haven't eaten anything. You're like, I want to do another one. This was incredible. I want to do another one. So like I get that ass. That's where I was like watching it is so sad. But I don't think I had the same reaction you did because it's like I mean they were doing something super terrible. It was, but yeah. at that time, it's like I mean. I think both. I think my point is both reactions are super normal, even if she's a villain. I I think that it was made to make her because no, she's she's sick and twisted. I mean, that's like her. It is. You're, I think you are right. Like you know, and and even at the time though, lobotomies. Like we know a lot about it, but it's it wasn't as widespread as we think. Like there was a period of time, but it was like a. It very, was like twenty or thirty years. I don't. It wasn't even that long. Yeah, it was. It was there was like a really short period of time where it was like very popular and people thought it was the rage and then it was almost immediately everyone's like nah, this is not a good idea years. and then they there were still people that were like doing it occasionally but it wasn't like and now another word from our sponsors nurse ratchets long-acting sleep aid are you sick of being awake even when you wake up from a night of sleep, you simply wish you were sleeping once more? Try Nurse Ratched's long-acting sleep aid, the longest-acting sleep aid available. It's guaranteed to put you to sleep and keep you there, just like you always wanted. No more pesky being awake, just peaceful, carefree sleep. So for the longest sleep you've ever had, try my long-acting sleep aid. And now, for a limited time, buy my long-acting sleep aid and get a coupon for our newest procedure, the Noodle Scramble. Don't let the fun name fool you. This cutting-edge procedure will take care of all of your worries and problems. Stop stressing about house payments, your love life, the future, your desires and goals, and of course, those pesky thoughts. Come down to our state-of-the-art facility Present your coupon and enjoy a simpler life with a noodle scramble. It was, oh my gosh. Just to think it was like only 50 years ago, only 60 or I 70 mean, yeah, years ago. Yeah, I just ago. feel like that just like stirs up so many crazy emotions. Like I liked watching it. It's it's awful. I think there's a lot of like different yeah. medical things that we've done or we could do or that you watch documentaries on where it's like horrific, but you can't look away. It's just like, <clears throat> it just, I don't know that the... It can't help. I can't help but think when I was watching it, what kind of crazy fucking things are we doing now? We're like, oh, absolutely. We're just no, it. that's what I mean too. And yeah. Then in twenty years, we're gonna be like, how fucking bar how barbaric, like, barbaric yeah. ass people were doing that shit. They were. I feel like it just gave me the same sort of like boner that true crime gives me, where I'm like, oh my god, look at all me slashing her. Like, I don't know. I I really liked. Town. It was it was rough. It was a uh, rough on me, but at that it was a part. Of, I knew I was supposed to be feeling rough, and so and it it lended to the story. I mean, it's very important to the whole story because she's fucking in it, and then she turns around and she uses a the technique, the lobotomy technique, to go and Jimmy old go ahead, scramble his brains. Go go and scramble old father's father, brains. father dipshit's brains. <laughs> 
the guy that we I've been waiting. He was hiding under the bed. I was waiting for him to come back. I also like this show too because I feel like out of everything we could be talking about about the plot and how yeah. awesome it is, I feel like we're getting so wrapped up in all the different. Yeah, we're not even giving away a lot of the plot. I mean, you're we've spoiled some things, but it's so out out of sync with what the plot. I mean, we've only really talked about the first, uh, not the uh, first, but the second episode. Like, yeah, barely part. anything about the plot. Yeah, but I love that. I think that. Yeah. Shows how amazing it is. You know is. what I don't like is that when it, the uh, the synopsis we read at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. it was like a jaded nurse. She she Jaded means like you've been in it so long and you're over it. This bitch just showed up hating everything. Like she showed up with an agenda. There's clearly an agenda yes. to get this. This serial where we find out is her. And oh, that's mul- a big one. I mean, she knows the fucking serial killer, obviously. Right. Yeah. But we like just found out who he is. You. Right. Obviously, there's a deep connection. I didn't know if it was her son. I didn't know if it was her lover. Yes. But also, I'm really glad that they're siblings because then it even gives it this other fucked up layer because they had this weird sort of naughty sexual tension, I feel like. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel like that adds a totally different layer of how I fucked think, up people are. Yes. And I think that further down the line as it goes, that they're just as twisted as each other. Yeah, clearly. Like, and, and people that are like, I mean... I. Apparently he didn't just kill those guys. He like raped them too. Like he raped the one in the bathroom. I didn't. I missed that. There was at one point. Uh, I think it was when she went to see the the old the father, or maybe it was somebody else. No, or it was when the serial killer finally met with the doctor. And I think he said he raped one guy and then waited for the other ones to come home and killed them. <clears throat> but any either way, I think it's gonna. It's just going to be like, they might have this weird, twisted relationship. I love it all so much. It's so beautifully weird and twisted and fucked up and awful and the perfect October show. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's the perfect October show. You should watch Ratchet. And then they also have, they just put uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest on um, Netflix. So watch Ratchet and then check out One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. But this is... This is really good. It's eight episodes. We are two episodes in, mm-hmm. and we're going to do a part two. We have to because I feel like we wasted this whole time just talking about our love for the way that it was shot and all of the effort and the beautiful artistic points of everything that we like didn't really talk about all the fucked up shit going on. I know. There's a lot of fucked up shit going on in there. I almost kind of like that we didn't talk about it, though, because even because people can still, even if they decide to listen, now we've talked it up enough to where they, they might sit down and give her a watch fingies crossed fingies crossed you know for every watch ratchet gets we get a we get a whole zero dollars <laughs> so, <laughs> so that'll we just want to push that as much as we can and uh but we did i did have an, a millennial book club plan but we're just going to push that to the and then can we talk how beautiful she is though don't you think there's like this untouchable poise that she has that's like so beautifully twisted poise stoic yeah she's just like fucking incredible you can't stop watching her but it's sarah paulson she is an american horror story she's in a lot of things and i feel like a lot of her roles are either super emotional or super dark and she has that like this just this beautiful untouchable quality that you she has this ability to show such an insane depth of emotion with the slightest face movement because her face at status quo is always just straight right it's just straight constantly so you get used to looking at her face as this like straight face bitch face right and then anything that comes and it's just blank for the most part 
And then any little twist of the, it's just, oh my God, like so much radiates out because you're not used to even seeing it. Like it radiates, great word. You watch the intro, which you only see on the second episode because they don't, uh, on the pilot, they don't usually make an intro because they're like, what's the fucking point, right? So at the intro on the second episode, it's her face at the very end and it's that stoic. And then she, just a little tiny. Oh, I didn't notice little, that. Little tiny curl. And it's, little that, it's that I'm playing oblivious to a lot of, like everyone thinks, I'm just, you know, I'm around, but really, we we all know I'm here fucking shit up. Yeah, like she's I'm, always underestimated. I'm tr- I'm fucking people over. I'm 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 the fucking puppeteer. Maybe that is like the sick part that you end up loving because I do I love to watch her. Oh, she's. I think she is super captivating, so fucking beautiful, in a way that not a lot of people are beautiful. I think her her type of beauty is very overlooked. You're right, and I think uh, except for her red hair. I love I, it. <laughs> I think what's going to make us fall in love with her is she needs to be in trouble. So far in every single episode, there's only two episodes, she's been on top. She's the victim. Yeah. She's above everything. And for it to for us to have any kind of connection, we have to see her fall. We have to see her be in danger, like something or almost get caught, like almost It's gonna have to be like her background. Her right. background when you Oh there whatever be, yeah. happened to her to make her the way that she is that either makes you understand it. It's usually not somebody that you end up falling in love with that you feel bad for, right. but you like understand and then you see what they do and their tortured self becomes this like feeling of empowerment. And you're like, yeah, kill them right. or something. Well, some, whatever it is, I think you're either one. I think you're right. We'll, we'll definitely see some sort of little backstory mm-hmm. at some point soon. Uh, the, the serial killer guy and definitely her, but I'm, and I love, everything about it it's really great guys go check it out and watch as much of it as you can before next week we're going to do the exact same thing we're going to do a part two for next week's millennial book club if you have anything you want to say about it you can write into road soda mail please at gmail.com mm-hmm. or you can uh you know call in 706 300 1213 200 1213 you said 300 damn it wow guys let's uh <laughs> Let's clear up. Let's clear up the confusion. Seven zero six two hundred one two one three. I was gonna do it at the same time. One two one three. And uh, if you're not double confused, you know you'll figure it out. It's the same number. It's always it's down in the it's down in the details of the show. You can check it out and uh, give us a call. Leave a message. Let us know what you think. But first, how about a fucking word from our sponsors? Sure. Why not? That was nice. We had a nice time. We liked Ratchet. We're gonna finish watching it. What'd you learn? <clears throat> I learned that there are more than one way to more than one way to enjoy a Choco Taco. Oh shit, girl! <laughs> I learned that um, apparently, if you're a hypnotist, you can't check people's assholes, which I. <laughs> I thought that was, you know. Yeah. I thought, why not? It's normal. In, you're yeah, in the office. Like part of it, yeah. You got an office. Sign a waiver for a reason. Yeah. Put a little, little hee haw in the ha ha. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do a little check. A little yeah. Dip. Let me see that thing. There's right. lots of like butthole centered stuff today. We got Choco Tacos. We got butthole pokes. And then we got like smear and poop. Poop and, robber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of very poop heavy. Lots of poop heavy. Sorry about that, guys. You never apologize to me when you're poop heavy. I'm sorry, baby. I love you. Do you? Yeah. 
Yeah, up at the top of the show, I said I liked you, but you know what? Now that uh, the show's... I think the, you've grown to. Yeah, I now, get it. and throughout this episode, I've grown to love you. So Today. That was pretty quick. Yep. So everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the... Like two shovels. What do you call it? Having two shovels? You like try to dig yourself out and you just dug yourself deeper in shit. I've got a backhoe and I'm just, I've got a contract. You have another hoe? Who is she? <laughs> Who the fuck is she? She's my backhoe. Her name's Sarah. She lived down the street. <laughs> fuck with me. And thanks guys for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Be sure to watch the Millennial Book Club. We're going to wrap it up. Do a part two of Keep Ratchet. Keep watching Ratchet. Keep watching Ratchet. Mm-hmm. Write in. RoadSodaMail at gmail.com. Call in 706-200-1213. Leave a message. And uh, also, uh, go to bed early. Go to bed early. You have changed my sleep schedule. You're welcome. I do go to bed early. Ha! I win because I am stronger. I thought you said you love me because I have strong back. You do, but I'm stronger. <laughs>